welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater of the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theater of the Now, and visit theaterofthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Cheerio! We're taking another trip across the pond for another season of the transatlantic smash hit, RuPaul's Drag Race UK Series 2. And before you get your panties in a knicker trying to understand all the British lingo, we need to talk about the queens of the new season. And joining me to chat all things Drag Race UK are Kangaroo and Tippa Buckley. Hello, hello, hello! Hello! Hi! How is everyone doing? It's almost the end of the year, end of 2020, this dumpster fire of a year mm-hmm. definitely I'm is on better. fire falling down a hill <laughs> yeah um i'm really honestly like you, you just said it i hope 2021 we're all much better mm-hmm. i hope so i hope I so hope. um i just I, i'm over it i'm really over it i uh, it's, been, it's been a year it's been a year it's, it's been a long year yeah, and where where are we all calling in from today? I am in my mom's basement in New Jersey. I love that. Kanga, where are you? I am in my apartment in New York, and my parents are in the background. They're in the living room, hanging out. Hello. Hello. I'm currently um, in Alexandria, right outside of Washington D.C., in my apartment. Nice. We got a, we got a nice little array of locations all east coast which is fabulous mm-hmm. um because we're close to the atlantic ocean which means we're closer to the uk and we're going to talk about all things uk um <laughs> for the listeners um i am wearing my frock destroyers t-shirt because if you don't remember i'm obsessed with drag race uk i think season one was top five of the entire franchise top i loved five. it um, sure. We all know that I have a love for Davina DeCampo, so anytime I can support Davina, I will wear wear her merch and and the Frock Destroyers. If you haven't listened to their album, it's quite good. Uh, her Majesty is almost as good as uh, Break Up Bye Bye, but you know what? We will see if we're going to get anything like that this season. Um, but before we jump into the Queens, I need to make a little disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they also have put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on the podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. Just wanted to say that. Anyone listening, just remember, we are here for entertainment. You want to yell at us? Go for it. But this is all for fun. Love it. Drag Race UK Series 2. I'm excited. I did not think we were going to get it this soon. I thought we were going to get, you know, a little bit of break once we learned that uh, Drag Race Season 13 was coming out on January 1st. But January 14th. We're getting no, two big like seasons. So yeah, we're getting two seasons back, like at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
we know how Rue likes to do things. Um, saturate your entire life with Drag Race at one time for months. Exactly. And, and I will be trying to do both podcasts about both shows separately because they are two different shows. Give each, each, each cast their own love. But this will be streaming on WoW Presents Plus in the US and worldwide. It will be on BBC3 in the UK. What we do know, we know that RuPaul is back. Michelle, Vis- Michelle Visage is back. Alan Carr and Graham Norton, once again, are back. They worked. It was, it was a good panel. Um, I really enjoyed Alan Carr and Graham Norton. I think I liked Alan Carr a little bit more than Graham Norton. But they were both good. They were good for the show. How, how, did, how do you all feel about the judges panel? Kanga, go ahead. <laughs> Michelle Visage is not exactly my favorite, but... Okay, okay, okay. You know, she's why? there. Why? Is it because is green your favorite color? Is that why? Uh, definitely. But also, I just... I have lots of opinions on her, and she's... Uh, let's just say I don't think she has the best looks, and I don't think you should be... Um, telling other queens that they don't look as good if they're putting a lot more time into their effort than she is. That's fair. That, 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 that is all valid. I'm sure many people have said that about me for Iconic, but you know what? It just, it just <laughs> happens. It's a thing. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for the panel. We have learned we have some guest judges. Um, what has been announced so far is Jordan Dunn, Elizabeth Hurley, Sheridan Smith, Emily K, Lorraine Kelly Smith, Dawn French, Maya Jama, and Jesse Ware. A lot of British people. We're not getting um, any like little mix out of this, but you know what? This is a it, it's a nice lot of people. Um, very British, very 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 British. <laughs> I'm really excited about Emily K personally. Um, that's one of my favorite artists, and I feel like I don't get as much music out of them as I would like. So it's good to see them doing something. Yeah. For those who don't remember, M&EK was the producer of uh, Break Up Bye Bye last season. So we did get to see them on the show. And again, my favorite moment is M&EK doing that little like heart clutch, listening to Davina do her whistle tone. Uh, So it'll be cool to see them on the judges panel. I'm assuming they're probably going to be involved in the music challenge this season. Um, Because once it works, it works. Breaking news today. We learned that Jody Harsh, Nat Cass, Raven, and Jay Revel will be making cameos on the show in some capacity. I only know who Raven is. So, again, British, British, British. I will do (laughs) my research. You don't know. You know know who Raven is. (laughs) Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm, I will do my research on these people once we get to their episode, because that's when we'll talk about it, because today we are here to talk about the Queens. We are not going to discuss spoilers. If spoilers exist, we're going to try to keep it to ourselves. There is one thing I do want to point out about the filming. For those who remember, this started filming in March. Filming was halted in the middle of production due to COVID and restarted in November. It is said that this will affect things on the show. There will be a special, I believe, in the middle of the season that will discuss the show and COVID. Cool. I'm excited. Um, Because if you try to cover it up and put a bandaid on and pretend this is one uh, filming, not going to fly. Not going to fly. So I think this was the right choice. But again, I don't know 
much of any spoilers, but I do know it will affect how things go. What I have been told was they were advised, do not touch anything. You are not to touch any of your costumes. So Ooh. we'll see. We'll see how oh. it goes. Any other thoughts before we begin talking about the queens individually? I just think it's such as as far as first looks and first impressions. I mean, looking between this promo and season one promo, I think it's like light years. Love uh, yes, control. I mean, last yeah. obviously um, the promo looks are filmed postseason, um, so we get a sense of what they know already and what they want to tell us in the story of their. Um, promo look um, obviously there's a theme here for those who haven't guessed it's the all-inclusive pride flag which is so fucking cool i love it last season was basically best drag i guess if you want to call it best drag um but again because we when you start looking at the promo looks and you're like why are they wearing that and then you're like, what the fuck? I've seen Davina DeCampo wear this silver dress and red hair all the time. And then you're like, oh, wait, it's because it's a big plot point in the season. That was one of the best promo looks ever because she was so smart about it. Um, this time, I think as we'll go through, like, I'm assuming production picked the colors for them because they're like, Joe Black, you wear black. Veronica Green, wear green. Ginny Lemon, wear yellow. So Everyone else probably like fit their color scheme, but I I'm, I I think this was a really really cool um, yeah concept. I really like all the colors. I I love that no single one is the same in any way, shape, or form. Everyone nope. has a different silhouette. Everyone has totally different hair. I thought it was a really cool idea, and I loved the little bust in the back every time it came up. Yeah, love that. It was very British. Everything about this was very British. Oh, very. All right, so for the listeners, how we're doing this. Uh, we each ranked the queens in order from first to worst, and we are going to discuss them in the average of worst to first. Um, we are going to kind of do it. We'll each get to talk first. And if there is a tie in number, whoever had the higher of the higher score by one of us will, will be talked about second. And you know what? Guess what? There was a tie at the, at the very, very, very bottom. Um, so we are going to talk about the person who had the lowest average and the lowest overall scores. And I will begin with the 30 year old from originally Essex, England, currently in London, England. It's my favorite drag name of the season, Tia Coffee. Listen, when she said her name, I cackled. I laughed. I was like, this is the best fucking name. Um, too bad her drag doesn't reflect that. Um, <laughs> Tia Coffee. She is in the drag group, The Vixens. She's here to Beyonce herself. Um, in the Meet the Queens video, we learn that she is a pure baritone. Um, and she is an expensive queen and likes to buy drag, but she cannot sew, which we all know is not the best thing to do on the show. Uh, she claims she's old school meets new school, but to me, she just seems very pedestrian and very Drag Wars New York. Like, meh. Just, just, just mediocre. Um, and then the thing that really sealed the deal is I learned from the Wikia, because the Wikia is always right, she and Sum Ting Wong started drag at the same time at the same venue. And everything makes sense to this point. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so Tia Coffee. What do y'all think about Ms. Tia Coffee? I like her earrings. <laughs> <laughs> 
great earrings for sure they're cute earrings i mean i wish she kind of would have touched on the vixens i think that would have been a cool thing to talk about and just because even with beyonce when she when she ventured out for destiny's child she still talked about it was just like oh yeah destiny's child it was just kind of a weird thing to throw in there and then just kind of throw away yeah, it was, it was Hermes the Queens was very interesting um, because again, there was something about her when I first watched it. It's like, ah, uh, she's reminding me of someone from last season. Like, she's not a star, but she's like there because you know she checks the box. And I was like, oh, it makes sense that her and Something are like drag sisters because they are just bare bones. We're going to entertain sure. you, and whatever we wear is going to be what we wear. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, you know, drag isn't all just about the costume so it's no. she could be a great great entertainer and mm-hmm. uh, like you said i hope she wins just off her name alone don't think it's gonna happen but yeah. i think she deserves it um i did like i've tried to watch a couple of videos here and there but she is a um theater queen so her and um i think vinegar strokes and a couple other queens during covid uh, uh, veronica green was one of them as well did a uh, video of six the musical doing the song uh six um I think that was the song. I don't remember which it was, but it's really cute. And that's I saw a little more personality. But again, it's like I'm not I'm not impressed quite yet. Great. I would say yeah. that. Let's talk about her look a little bit. Um, the look is by David Henson. The jewels are by Hugh Purvis. It's very flowy. It's not doesn't look very expensive. Um, again, Kanga, you said it. The, the the earrings are really the centerpiece of the look. Yeah. Meh. It's fine. Yeah, meh. I just think there's a lot of aspects to it that don't quite hit the mark because she has fringe on it, but then she has mesh, and then she yeah, ha- and then like there's pleating, and there's just a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And one thing I want to point out for a lot of these girls, and maybe it's a British thing, maybe, I don't know. The um, fishnets are the the layer you see on almost every one of these looks. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Shouldn't it be like another <laughs> layer over that so you don't see the fishnets? Maybe it's a British thing. Maybe it's a choice. I don't know. But I was distracted by the fishnets. I actually wish that the fishnets she was wearing was more of like... Um... Uh, fuller like mesh kind of like the orange mesh that's going across the middle mm-hmm, of the yeah. dress and the mesh that's kind of hanging off um, but I completely agree I think it doesn't really make sense with the outfit just being plain old thin fishnets yeah yeah, um, yeah and the shoes they're, they're just I feel like this was the she was one of the queens that was like okay here's your color orange go and she's like well I don't like or have anything in the orange. So mm-hmm. this is the best you're going to get. And I don't really have money. So this is all you're going to do. We're going to drape some fabric on and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like her makeup though. I do think it looks really pretty. I really like that she has straight brows. That's just a preference. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And her wig. I think the wig is super cute. I, the wig is great. The, I, I do love the wig. Um mm-hmm. I feel like again, it's a I feel little like, low on her on her head, but I mean that's how I feel about something Wong. I they, I feel like they <laughs> paint and do drag so similarly. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, something did fine on the show. Um, started off great and then went downhill. 
Um, and I feel like that's how Tia is going to be. I ranked her at number eight. You both were much lower on her um, at 11 and 10. So I don't think we have much faith that Tia is going to be here till the end. But good, good, good on her. I'm excited to see what she does. Again, I love being proven wrong. So prove me wrong, Tia Coffee. I mean, it's Absolutely. a cute ass name. It's so smart. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I always like to do a question of the season, and my question for her is: She cannot sew, so will she weep? <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. That was good. Thanks. I, I try. I try. But anything else in tea and coffee before we move on? Love your hair. Hope you win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? I feel like I would not be surprised to see her not do well, and then one of what was the name of her? Um, the Vixens. The Vixens. Vixens see one of the other vixens show up next season and say, you know, my sister Beyonce didn't do very well. I'm about yeah. to pull a, I don't know, Kelly Rowland. Sounds like something that's talking. going on in the Drag Race US. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> now let's see, is she Beyonce or is she a Michelle? But we love Michelle in this house. Come on, say we yes. Great, great song, great song, great <laughs> song. All right, next up. It's the 32-year-old from Liverpool, England, Philip Pip Doran, also known as Sister Sister. Tippa, start us off. Love her costume. Absolutely love it. I love her look. Um, I'm not sure about the makeup, and I think her energy is good. Um, she, other than her look in the promo, nothing really stuck out to me. Um, it's a cute name. Yeah. You know, She's definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I quite get her persona. Um, she is a character, though. Like, as she said, um, always look gorgeous, but sometimes bored. Not really the best thing for, you know, TV. For a no. gig, fine, that's, that's cute, but not the best for um, TV. She said that she's a queen of Liverpool, plumped right into the middle, where she's not the alternative she's not the classic she's right in the middle that's kind of how i feel about her overall um i want to back up for one second we forgot to shoot her boot uh tia coffee's look i'm giving her a boot boot, well, boot. yeah boot. audience was 56 percent to 44 percent boot so right in the middle oh. uh, now we're on down with tia coffee back to <laughs> sister sister definitely leads into camp but i'm not sure I understand this camp and that may be again me being American and this being British drag. True. I think that one thing that I see between last season and the season is this is feels in general more um, more high fashion, more I don't want to say pedestrian, but less on the camp side of camp. I think season one was very camp and I think mm-hmm. Sister Sister is kind of incorporating that into the second season. Yeah. Um Kanga, what do you think? How, how, how are you feeling about the sister sister? Oh, well, this outfit, I'm just going to say it. It looks like there's a cold sore on the lips, <laughs> right in the very middle. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense that she's a lump in the middle. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe that was her take on it. And that, and I mean, I, I applaud that, but it does look kind of off. Um, but I do like the quilt, like the quilting of it. I think that's awesome. I just think the the shape of it is so off in so many yeah. different ways. There's ruffles and it just it it doesn't show off her figure. And no, I think, well, does she have a figure? 
what is exactly. her figure? We don't know. I mean, the thing that I like, if if she were to like, as I, if you've seen the movie Master of Disguise, if she were to turtle hold, turtle herself and put her head into her costume, her wig would <laughs> blend in. Maybe that was the point of it. I don't really know. But at the same time, if you're talking about camp, this is fucking camp. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out the designers. The orb is made by O. Renette. Lips by Maddie Laqueef, hair by Florencia's wigs. It's a cohesive look if this is what her brand is. I yeah. don't know if this is what her brand is based on all things I've also seen on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I love her gloves. The gloves are really pretty. Yeah. The the, the heels are very interesting. That I don't know. There's something... Simpson. But there's something about her that I'm like, I don't see her being early out like the two of you again both of you 12 and 11 don't see her lasting long i have her at six i just feel like there's something british enough about her that is going to make her last on the show because she's got this dry sense of humor which works on the show somehow i don't know I'm, i'm very mixed on her okay i can see that yeah my question of the season for her is she's a bit kooky and a bit of an oddball, but will her style be her downfall? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we've discussed the look enough. I'm firmly going to, for me personally, going to give it a boot. I'm a boot. I'm going to toot it. Good. That's fine. Not, We're allowed to disagree. Not for a promo. I'm, I like the look, just maybe not for yeah. a promo. And again, there's three of us. It's very reminiscent of yeah. how the, uh, the audience went. The audience went 38, 38% to 62% boot. So really in that one third uh, area. I don't know. Again, there's, everyone else's look, there was something about it that excited me. and was like, okay, I, I figured out who they are. I don't know who Sister Sister is quite yet. Yeah. Even just the way she she answered any of the questions, I just didn't really get a feel for her. Yeah, 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 right. And again, we as we mentioned, these, these were filmed after filming. I feel like she knows a couple things and she's maybe checked yeah. out. I don't know. We'll see. But sister, sister, good luck. Yeah. One last Next. thing I will say about her. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry. Go, go ahead. One last thing I will say about her outfit that, and you brought up a good point about Davina doing the silver dress and the red wig for the promo after the fact, and she knew that was going to, you know, mm-hmm. be a thing. I'm wondering if sister, sister is one of the uh, competitors who, maybe something happened about, you know, being a big mouth or talking a lot or something about her lips. Ooh, I like that. Up, so I, I like that okay. theory. I don't know. I hope so. Cause if not, it's just like, what is this? Exactly. <laughs> cool. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up. Astina Mandela, also known as Aston Joshua, 27 years old, current city living in London, England. Kanga, start us off on Astina. Okay. I think she's extremely cute. I I can definitely tell she's nerdy. Um, also a great dancer. She talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about dancing for Kanye. Mm-hmm. I personally really like this outfit. It's very subtle. And in some ways, I like that she's not wearing any pads. I I usually am all for pads, but I mean, she's got the body, yaddy, yaddy, so use it. I mean, hey. Yeah, and- I'm... Absolutely. Yeah, I think, and she did. She talked about, it's like very streetwear. She's very streetwear. She's not like, 
she's not runway. She's just very streetwear. And I like that. I think that's cool. Not a lot of queens do that. I agree. And that's what's going to be very interesting about her on the show is, is this what ruined Michelle and everyone are looking for? Is this going to fly week after week after week? Because she is a streetwear mm-hmm. queen. She has an A plus smile. Like that smile is quite possibly the best of the entire cast. True. Um, and as kind of she said it, but she kind of looks like a sexy Jedi with a very uh-huh. poorly constructed <laughs> outfit. Um, I was watching Bootleg Opinions, Yuha Hamasaki and Davina DeCampo was a guest on that. And they kind of like, like zoomed in on this. It's really, really badly constructed. Like if you look at the bottom of it, there's no seam there. There's no seam on oh, top. Yeah. And it's very interesting because there's no designer listed on the look. Um, but that being like said, it is neoprene. And yeah. I love neoprene because this is worked so well. Like those sleeves are amazing. The the the, the hoodie with the, the cape. I think it's a cool look. She said she's East London. East Londoners don't shave their legs. Fine. But how long before we hear Michelle Visage saying, pad, pad, pad. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, as a dancing queen, we've seen many dancing queens on the show. Someone like Lemon doesn't like to pad because when you're a dancing queen, it restricts your movement. And yeah. th- this bitch, she's been dancing and trained in ballet, jazz, tap, vogue, whacking, which I don't know what it is, hip hop street. She she knows how to dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she danced for Kanye. And, and Pussycat Dolls, Dolls, Little Mix. But is that what Drag Race UK is? We won't. We really didn't get that many dancing challenges last season. I think that's um, definitely what will help her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If I she even makes that. it that far. Right. And that's my concern for her. I think um, I have her at 10. Kanga has her at 10. Tip at 7. I don't know if she's going to get to that girl group challenge, if there's a girl group challenge. Yeah. I think what's going to save her, though, is if and when she ends up in the bottom for anything, she's, I, I don't think anyone can top her as far as lip syncing. I think yeah. she's going to lip sync for her life, for everyone's life, you know? Yeah, that, that I think, I agree. I think can, again, can be her, her savior. Um, my question of the season is she is a natural beauty and a stunning and stunning with an extensive resume, but does she have the talent and fashion to back it up? Mm-hmm. Um, again, like this is kind of like a walk around look, but I give it a pass because it's just done so right. Yeah. Um, I love this. Yeah. I know who she is. <laughs> she did have some good answers for her for her question. Yeah, she she's very likable, but yeah, she also stands out for all in all the wrong ways in this promo look overall with the rest of the cast. True. She looks like she literally just walked off the street. Absolutely. I like the way she puts um, like dots of highlighter. I think mm-hmm. that's so cool. I've never seen somebody do that, and I I like that. I might. Use I mean, that. her her makeup is absolutely stunning. This is natural. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. she just put put a little put a little blush on and she walked out. I think <laughs> she's she, gorgeous. I just don't know if she's going to do well on this particular show. Yeah. And that's what I have to remind everyone. You can be an incredible mm-hmm. drag queen, but you may not be the best drag race queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm, I, I like, again, I, prove me wrong, prove me wrong, girl. I want to give this a, a toot. I like this. I'm a toot. I'm a boot. That's fine, all right. The audience was 50 per, 57% toot, 43% boot. Anything else we want to talk about, asked Tina with? Uh, I just, I mean, I think it's pretty much already been discussed, but I think how are you going to show up and meet the queens in a cropped hoodie and a miniskirt for 
when millions of people are seeing you for the first time all around the world. You know, this is the first impression. And even though it's a good representation of your drag and you streetwear is, you know, the aesthetic, I just think it was a miss for me for Meet the Queens. Yeah, that's totally valid. Yeah, I got that. All right. Yeah. Next up. 26 year old from Norfolk, England, living in London, England. Her name is Bimini Bon Blush. She is East London's bendiest bitch. She quote unquote invented veganism. She loves herself and loves to dance. Uh, she identifies as non-binary, uh, has a degree in journalism. She's a decent dancer and above just a mover, but is she here for the gag as opposed to lip sync? I don't know. Everything I see about her, I'm like, I don't get you, but I'm so intrigued. I don't know how I feel about her. Like she looks like a walking Barbie. This she look does. is a mess, but it's so, but it's a well-styled mess. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then out of drag, I'm like, oh, wow, you, you are something. You like yourself more than most people might, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I, I, I mean, if, if you were going to tell me there's like a new cock destroyer, this is her. Yeah. Kinga, you're the highest on her. What is appealing? What do you like about her? I don't know. I just think she has such a dry sense of humor. So dry. And I think, I just think it's, she's just so interesting. And those cheekbones are so freaking intense. Like, <laughs> they are intense. They're more, like, they're, they're literally higher than Cher. Yeah. That's very hard to do. Like, and then, like, just the way she, the V of her corset looks so good. Her tuck looks just right. And I'm, I love a long sleeve like that with the square um, cut off at the chest. I think that looks so beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about her that I'm like, I want to, I want her to go far just because she seems like an interesting creature, but. I don't know if I quite get it. Right. I think she's funny and fabulous it's in her, you know, Meet the Queens and, um, or they, I'm sorry. And I feel the fashion completely. It seems effortless and she's giving, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. She, they are giving me big bimbo energy and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like looks like a walking blow up doll. Absolutely. And I think something everyone noticed just from the Meet the Queens and checking out socials is that, again, this cast has brought the fashion. And mm -hmm. I think Bimini really, really brings it. I was so shocked to see their drag outside of this look. Um, very, I think, alt, but also very, like, I, don't, it's, I can't describe it. I love it. I love, love, love their drag. And I love them and their personality. I just don't think they're going to do very well. <laughs> yeah, I was 11, you were 12, Kanga, you were three. You, you, you see her in the final. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, there's some, again, I just, I'm intrigued, but it's not necessarily the drag I go seek out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but this look, the look is a look. It's a look. Mm -hmm. It is very London drag, very fashion. Um, because 
most people would say, why the hell are you just wearing a bodysuit? But she accessorizes it to, to, the, to the extent that it's a complete look. I don't understand what this headpiece hat thing is. At first, I was like, is that what you wear when you go play tennis? <laughs> I don't know. It does remind me of like the tennis visors that she just yeah. flipped upside down, but like I don't know. I like, it, there, it like... gives me like a weird pope deal. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like a gay pope, I guess. <laughs> a gay pope. They had posted um, kind of a breakdown of this look and how each piece is from different, mostly Renaissance, I think, like Renaissance style mm -hmm. pieces. And mm -hmm. I think it, it all just fits so well together. Not sure about like the font, but other than that, love it. Yeah. Very, very intrigued by her. I, I, I'm going to give the look a boot, personally. Mm -hmm. What about you two? Okay. Two. It's a two, but I do wish that she would have put pearls onto the actual headpiece. I think that mm. would have kind of made it correlate a little better, but yeah. that's just a small minor detail. But two. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Again, this is really interesting. Audience 66% two, 34% boot. So it's lining up with us. Very interesting. My question this season for Bimini, um, there's a bit classic club kid in her in them with a touch of modern fashion, but is she a drag race queen? We will find out. Also, I don't know the origin of the drag name. That's something I would like to learn very soon because I don't. Maybe it's lost to me. Maybe it's another um, uh, uh, British colloquialism that I'm unaware of. So if anyone knows what it means, please, please let me know. Because when I found out um, what Miss Rita Vega, her drag name was supposed to be, I was like, it doesn't work, but it works. Rutabaga? Really? You want to be known as Rutabaga? No, no. So again, if there's something I'm missing here, please, please, please let me know. Anything else on Bimini? Nope. All right. Next up, the 30-year-old from Brighton, England, Joe Black. Tippa, kick us off. Love them. Um, I... Again, want them to do really well. Mm -hmm. I already have gotten Joe Black and um, oh no, I'm forgetting names already. And oh no, Cherry Valentine. I've already gotten Cherry and Joe Black confused a handful mm -hmm, of times. Mm -hmm. um, and I know off of first impressions, my first thought was, is this a family member of Victoria and um, you know the Blacks over in Dragula? Don't think that's the case. Nope. I've not seen anything that indicates that. Nope, <laughs> but, because um, no. their muggle name is Joe Black. Oh. Joe well, Black is Joe it, Black. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, they seem extremely real, well-rounded, and I'm excited to see not only one, but two kind of horror-esque queens on the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they use their real name as their stage name. Definitely has those Sharon Needle vibes going on here. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, she is definitely a queen of the cabaret scene, which I love. I love a cabaret queen. Give me a singing queen. Give me give me storytelling. I'm here for it. Um, she's very much has this haunted vibe with like a touch of classic because we we, we saw her talk about Norma Desmond and all these classic uh, Gloria Swanson and all these classic people. Probably the strongest stage artist, but again, Drag Race is not a cabaret. 
Yeah. You got to have a lot more. And that's the thing that scares me for Joe Black is I don't know about the longevity of them on the show. That being said, this look is dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her makeup in it a lot. Those green eyes pierce. They pierce really hard. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, those I'm- gloves, those gloves are cool. Yeah. So the outfit um, is by Magdalene Celeste. The neck piece and gauntlets, which I believe are the gloves, are by Below the Belt. The hair is by Dan W. Chapman. This again, it, it, I know who Joe Black is. And even looking on yeah. social media, this is still their aesthetic um, fitting the theme of the, the, the Meet the Queens. I, I, I really want Joe to do well. Me don't too. don't know if Joe can win. Mm-hmm. Like, my question this season is she can give you a cabaret, but can she give you drag race? I think she could. I hope so. I really want her to. Because, again, like, this is how people felt about Sharon Needles walking in. They're like, nope, they're going home. Really feel her queen goodbye. And then look what happens. They have to create an all star season because they already told Chad Michaels they were going to win and it didn't happen. So, who knows what's going to go on with Joe Black? I feel um, like she's a mix between between Sharon Needles and Katya. I really mm-hmm. do. She gives that vibe. She can be very glam, but she can also be very intense. Yeah, and at age 30, definitely drags up their age oh, by yeah. a lot because mm-hmm. um, it's a character. So I, I, I'm curious to know um, if this old soul will be able to hang with like some of these younger club kids. Absolutely. I'm going to give this look a toot. I really love it. I think the the material is perfect. It's spooky. It's spoopy, but it's still camp because those shoulder pieces, ooh, kill someone with that. I'm giving the toot. Toot. Full toot. The audience went 65% toot, 35% boot. Not fully on, fully here for it. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Um, but yeah, I, Joe Black is one of the queens from the Me the Queens that really excited me. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's see what, what they're going to do. Yep. Anything else on Joe? They just seem very confident in their aesthetic, and I'm really excited about that. That's something that I haven't gotten from a lot of the competitors this season. Absolutely, yeah. The, the, the last one, two, three, four, five we talked about, they kind of lived in their own world of like, in the total range of like 29 to 25. We're about to make a big jump. The next person had a, a ranking of, of 18. So we're, we're, we're moving into like the middle where we think these queens are going to do pretty damn well. I'm excited for this next bitch. Um, from Birmingham, England, living in London, England, the 23-year-old Ahura. Hanka, kick us off. Ahura. Great fashion. I really like this outfit. I think she looks really good. Wait, where did my picture go? She went away. (laughs) That's freaking rude. Um, uh, where'd it go? Oh, I can definitely tell there's lots of cosmetic surgery, but I'm real digging it. I'm real digging. I love it. So much cosmetic surgery. All right, so go for it. If you got the money for that. That, that's the thing. If you got the money for it, go for it. If you got a sugar daddy paying for it, fine, go for it. If you're taking your parents' money and going for it, no, no, they don't want you to do that. No, 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 no. Um, so 
She is northern as all hell. That accent is thick, and it's going to be exciting to hear because I, I, one thing that I'm trying to learn are the dialects of the UK because they all are so different, and that's what was so interesting about last season is they each had their own sound. This season, they each have their own sound as well. But she, if you didn't know, according to the wiki, lives with her fellow fellow season two sister, Tace, in London. They're roommates. Uh, she oh, works I as did a, hear about that. In, very interesting, right? She works as a model out of drag. Um, owns a fashion design company called La Boy George. Don't know how she was able to go with that name, but congrats for taking Boy George. Um, the amount of work she has done. We learned in the Meet the Queens video. Under eye filler, Botox, cheekbones implanted, lip filler, jawline reshaped. And she wants to get her fingers done. I don't know if that was a joke because I don't, what, what, can someone explain that to me? How, what do you do? What, 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 what kind of work do you do with your fingers? Uh, maybe like her knuckles are too big. Like, I mean, girl, I don't know. I don't know. Like tightening of the They look good. But if you, Look at them out of drag. Oh my god! That 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 is a face that has had a lot of work. I oh, really, yeah. really would love to just see, and I'm sure the show will do it. What they looked like prior to the work, but this yeah. is this is a formed face. That being said, when you have a formed face, it helps you with drag and the makeup. And this beat is sickening. Um, oh my god she is gorgeous that mug yeah. is is soft it is stunning this look is a goddamn model soft and shuffle yeah uh, but my favorite piece to this entire thing is that hair that, yeah, that hair. hair um i want to give a shout out to the designers the dress is by kevin gd's and ahora hair by paris hair earrings by girl 1000 the hair, um, I did see that um, Paris hair did. I believe Ahura is the one who added the stoning to it. And that is what makes this so yeah. incredible. It just goes down the eye and the stoning. And it, there's a little bit of the stoning in the top. And this is fashion. This is a supermodel. Absolutely. Mm. It definitely looks like the... Um the mint green idea that Gaga did where she, I, I can't remember what show it was on, but she brought a whole sheep named Kevin on there. He <laughs> had this hair almost identically, but in mint green. And I think it looks so good. It, it's, it's one of those things where you know that this will be replicated by other drag artists going forward. Oh, completely. Like everyone did the Gigi good lip, the white over above the lip. <laughs> This yeah. is going to be the hair that everyone's going to be doing. Um, and I know there are a lot of hair designers out there currently who have been exploring um, uh, stoning in their work. It's the trend. It's the trend. Um, I think yeah. has some yeah. that are stoned and has pearls in them, all those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody does them in New York. I know they do. Um, not fair. Scott, fair. Heidi's lover. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Shout out. Uh, also, shout out because he gave me a haircut, so. Um, I'm usually someone who's very, very, very much a symmetrical person. This look is anti-symmetrical. There's nothing symmetrical about anything that's on her body. Yeah. But it works. Like that one ruffle on, on one side doesn't have the ruffle on the sleeve on the other side. 
because it's it's balanced on the with with that shoulder piece. Everything about this is fitting well. I don't know if there's anyone else who could pull off this look. Yeah. And that blue. Oh my god. Oh, it's perfect on her skin. Everything about it. Like obviously, you know, she probably went for a little bit of a spray tan, but it, it's 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 perfect. My question this season is she is a fashion icon, but turning a look can only get you so far. Does she have the talent to back it up? Yeah, who knows? Um, I did watch a little bit of videos. She, as a performer, moves her arms a lot and is certainly a fan of being a bedroom queen because there's not many <laughs> outdoor um, performances. Like most yeah. of them are probably, maybe, maybe they're only from like the quarantine, but she definitely loves the backdrop. Yeah, I. this is the only queen I had followed before the Meet the Queens was announced, mm-hmm. and I was really excited to see them on here. However, that being said, for as long as I've followed them, I couldn't tell you a thing about their personality or their performance ability. Gorgeous, gorgeous outfits, amazing designer. The makeup is always on point, but again, I feel yeah, like... And, and yeah. we, we've seen a lot of social media personas on these shows recently mm-hmm. um bomb 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 like everyone was so high on room for drag race holland and look who goes out first because they have no personality and their in real life looks are terrible mm-hmm. i'm scared about for ahora but i have her in fourth place i think she's going far um kanga had her fifth tip you at her nine so there, there we, we, we see her have some longevity for the show but she's not gonna win. She's not gonna win. Yeah, no, I don't think she'll win. Um, could she be an all-star? Maybe we'll see how the looks go. Um, but I'm not sure she's a winner, but I'm very, very excited by her. Oh yeah. I just can't wait to see all the outfits. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be one serve after another. Yeah, this was an absolute one hundred percent toot for me. Toot. Toot. The audience went ninety percent toot, ten percent boot. So we were all on the same page here. Or- Anything else on Ahura? No. Work, bitch. All right. All right, we're doing it. We're, we're getting to do it. Okay, spooky. Fancy a slice! It's Ginny uh. Lemon, 31 years old, Lewis Mandel from Worcestershire, England. I can't wait to say Worcestershire so many times <laughs> in this podcast because I still can't say it properly. Ginny openly identifies as non-binary. Ginny was on X Factor in 2017, but was cut. If you have not seen that clip, um, absolutely fucking terrifies Simon Cowell, who just doesn't like drag queens in general, but oh my God. Um, She says she's the hairiest queen in the biz. I'm going to tell you this is who Ginny Lemon is. Put bag of chips, Jimbo, and Sitergene in the bag, shake it real good, dump it out, and put her in lemons future old lady drag and you get Ginny. Nailed it. That was exactly it. Yeah, She's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> and I think that's why she's on the show. She's on the show for personality not for drag because Michelle is a going to drag her every single oh. time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I'm so excited. I'm excited to see think? how she evolves. Mm-hmm. I'm just not excited for Michelle to be a bitch to her. Right. Because even, even the Instagram presence, everything is yellow. 
I just mm-hmm. hope it doesn't dull her. Like, I really hope it doesn't, like, hurt her in any way, shape, or form, and that she really still sticks to what she is. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. I I love the drag, and I think they would be an amazing person to go see in a show in person. But I I don't know. It's the personality. I, the personality got them on the show. Absolutely. And I think, like, as far as alt drag goes, especially if we want to, you know, get into alt drag, I think they're an amazing performer. And I think mm-hmm. I would love to see them at, you know, one of Desiree Dick's shows, um, Alt Ball. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I want them to do really well. I don't see them going as far as they probably should. What What's interesting to me is I remember I don't remember who got the question, but I think um, in the uh, like the the. Um, what's the tea podcast portion of the finale of Drag Race UK one? Someone was asked the question, did we represent British drag well enough? And they said, yeah, mostly good. And they kind of mentioned the alternative drag. Our representative of alternative drag last season was very much Crystal. Crystal broke open things for drag race that hadn't been really broken open the way they had. Mm -hmm. Ginny is now doing the work that Crystal started by saying, you're going to get the weirdo and you're getting the weirdest weirdo of all of us. Um, and that's kind of cool. Work. Yeah. So th- let's dissect this look a little bit. So the hat by blue romantic earring earrings by fairly odd shop glasses by LF Markey jacket by sequin showstoppers dungarees by lucky and yak and Crocs by croc. She wore Crocs. And that is the story here. She's wearing Crocs. She's wearing Crocs. I love the Crocs. I think they're really freaking funny. <laughs> it's so cute. No one does it. No one does it because you would get destroyed if you walked into a club in Crocs. <laughs> you can do it. She can pull it off. I love everything. Michelle's definitely going to go after that. Oh, fully. Oh. Um, I mean, because remember when she destroyed the Vivian for the uh, rain boots? And then the, the flats in, in the double look, and it was like, and then the two inch heels or whatever. Right. I, I mean, it'll be very interesting because I that's the, that's I think going to be the storyline is how Ginny and Michelle are going to go get on. Yeah. I think Alan Carr is going to love her. I think Graham is going to be like interested by her. Rue is the producer and put her on for a reason. <laughs> it's Michelle. I'm very much worried about here. Um, yeah. My question of the season, she's a drag troll, but can she show enough diversity to last long? Mm-hmm. I don't know. For this sure. look, it's it's so bad, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. So I like a good yeah. old lady look. Yeah. I mean, and, and the, her makeup is very specific to what she does all the time. It's 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 clown. It's full on clown. Yeah. I it gives me confidence thinking that they did this look all completely intentionally. It wasn't that they weren't trying. It's like they tried mm-hmm. so hard to make it, uh, I hate to use the word ugly, but I feel like that's the best thing I can think of. I think yeah. it's ugly in the best way. It's, it's, it's intentional and we love an intentional look because mm-hmm. it showcases what they're really about and how they view drag. There are a lot of queens who just say, designer, make me something. I feel like Ginny is someone who sits down with their designers and says, I want all of this. Make this happen. And yeah. she's and that that's important because you need to know your perspective in drag. And I really think 
many, many people may not understand it, but she knows her perspective in drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will as she be? As, yeah, go ahead. As much as it is her, I definitely don't quite like it. The only thing I really like are the Crocs. I think that's really funny. Mm-hmm. And the glasses. I like the glasses. Yeah. But I'm going to give it a boot. I will give it a boot. I do give it a boot. A boot. I think this is officially, because the last time I got fucked up uh, by somebody, this is officially, they think, the first 50-50 split on my show. Warlock. So 50% too, 50% boot. And you know what? I think this is the perfect person to get that. Yeah. Um. Again, is she going to? She's she. As I said, she gives me the bag of chips vibes. Is she going to be that bag of chips where she's just going to be recycling new catchphrases that are going to be used for the rest of her career, or is she intentionally fancy a slice like prior to the show? I don't know. I don't know her well enough to know if that was the catchphrase going into uh, Drag Race. But you bet your ass that fancy a slice merch is coming day one. Yeah. You fancy a slice, but does anybody fancy a second slice is going to be the question, you know? There you go. Ooh, I like your questions. You're catching on. I love it. All right. Anything else on Miss Ginny Lemon? Keep it yellow. Yeah. Let it mellow. All right. Next up, from Rockdale, England, living in London, England, it's 34-year-old Veronica Green. Tip us, start us off. I think she's gorgeous. I think um, they're going to do pretty well, but there's really not a single thing that excites me about them. Um, okay. I don't think that they're giving us anything that hasn't been given to us before. Not saying that every winner and person who does well on Drag Race has to give us something completely brand new. I just don't think that they particularly excel at any one thing or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, And even going through their social media, it's nothing really caught my attention. They're gorgeous. gorgeous. Um, I just want to make a disclaimer. This is not, in fact, Sissy Walken. This is not Sissy Walken. The amount of messages I got the day the cast was revealed uh, saying Sissy Walken, the similarities are definitely there. The hair, the beat, I get it. She's gorgeous. She's goofy and professional. That, I think, says a lot about her. Um, She's very competitive. She's an actor who has not been cast in Wicked on the West End. She is not, in fact, a West End Wendy. One thing that we have to remember is she has competed on the show All Together Now, in which Davina DeCampo was one of the hundred judges of it. So really interesting to see that connection. Um, she's a singer first and foremost. She is definitely a theater girl. Last season, our theater girl was Vinegar Strokes. Didn't do well. And that was because her fashion was crap. Still is, but I love you, Vinegar. Veronica seems like she's got a little bit of it pulled together. She knows how to put a look on. I Yeah. I mean, I think going off that, she is kind of a little bit all over the place. She's like, oh, I want... Um, I want this. I want, I want to be a game show host. I want to be in blockbuster movies. I think she definitely has an eye for what mm-hmm. she wants, but I think it's a little not very narrowed in. Sure. I really love her hair. Oh, the hair is I stunning. So cute. I'm usually not like a huge brown hair kind of girl, but like mm-hmm. that's fabulous. Mm-hmm. 
And again, With listening those lips, those lips are huge. Yeah, th- this is what you would wear to a red carpet of a um of the Olivier Awards. Yeah. Um, listening to what Davina did say about her, um, she said this look is not who Veronica is. She's seen her in more of dancewear. She's definitely more of a performance artist. This is she felt that this was very much for the promo look. Um, the dress is by Veronica Green herself. Hair is by Wigs by Vanity and Webster Wigs. It's it it's very classic. Like this is definitely what you would see at a pageant. It's it's it works. It's fine. Um, I do have faith in her. I had her at three. Tip, I had her at four. Kanga, you were lowest at nine. There's something about her that I think the show is going to like. She definitely has the confidence, a la Cheryl Hole, where she knows who she is. She loves to make people know what she's about. Um, and I think that's going to work in her favor. She definitely already has reality TV experience having been on all together now. So I think you will most likely see her in confessionals quite often. But she's a diva, but will she reign supreme? That's my question for her. Mm-hmm. I feel like her fashion might hold her back a smidge. Mm-hmm. I, I think with the dress, the thing that's really pulling me off is that it's kind of like the way it comes down. I don't like that. It's just kind of like a rectangle at the very end. I wish it would have actually gone to a V, mm-hmm. but that's and just literally. A she's not down. wearing boobs, right? That's all flat. Yeah. All flat. I think that's because that's what makes it so rectangular is that there's just no shape to the top. Yeah, if she probably would have just contoured, it would have looked a, even just a little different and it would have looked mm-hmm. a little better, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see her being the queen that's definitely going to get into fights because things are not <laughs> going to necessarily go her way. and She's going to take it out on other people. So watch her for, for group challenges. I, she's the one who I'm like, she's going to be the drama queen. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I want her to do well. Um, and maybe it's because this is the aesthetic that I usually look for in a New York drag queen. But again, yeah, not New York drag. This is British drag. Who knows how this will fare with the show? Again, that being said, she definitely has a U.S. style of drag quality to her. Knowing that the main judges are Rue and Michelle, that really could work in her favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, her last that. name is Green, though. Mm-hmm. You think she's a little too green? <laughs> Quite possibly, yes. Yeah. Who knows? I'll give her a go. I'm going to give this look a toot. I'll toot. Safe toot. Audience was 74% toot, 26% boot. So, again, I think it's definitely that American likeness to it. So, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what she does. All right, we're, we're in our top four. We ready for who our top four is? Oh, I'm ready. Ready. This person was ranked first and last. 21 years old from Dundee, Scotland. It's Ellie Diamond. Yes, Ellie Diamond. I ranked her last. I can't. I don't. I can't. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I don't understand that. I don't know why. I think I the, when I made my initial reactions to it, I was like, oh, I, we just watched a baby queen do 
very badly on the show and I'm scared for you. Um, because again, the second she said this is going to be her, one of her first times out of performing in Scotland, I was like, ooh, that's scary. But Kanga, kick us off. Okay. I really like her. The, I like that she actually gave little things like, oh, I worked at a drive-thru and I, you wouldn't know just looking at me that I was a drag queen. But when I walked down that driveway, you knew I was a drag queen. I think that's funny. That's definitely a lot more personable than some of the other girls. Mm -hmm. um, and I absolutely love this look. There is not one thing I would change on here whatsoever. It's stunning. For those who don't know the reference, this is a look very reminiscent of the Lullaby League from The Wizard of Oz. So throwing out that reference, and, and I think it's very smart. Um, she's 6'4 out of drag. This photo does not show that. Um, she is a very big girl. Um, just cool fact, Ellie and Lawrence will be the third and fourth queens in franchise to come from Scotland following Morgan McMichaels and Rosé. Um, she is 21 years old, so she was going to be the youngest of the cast. Uh, she's only performed outside of Dundee once. Um, she's just a very delightful performer, and the videos I have seen, she's a very, very, very good lip syncer. So I think that's going to be a good benefit for her. Yep. Tippa, you have I, her as your number one. I do. Uh, I am so in love with Ellie Diamond. Um, love her makeup, love her outfit, I love her personality. Also, the fact that she's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and has the confidence to wear that tall ass hat is the confidence mm -hmm. that I want because I can barely maneuver a doorway if I'm wearing like a high ponytail. <laughs> um, and Mark. I was looking over her social medias and did you know that under the hat is hair in the same shape? Oh my God, <laughs> shut up. So Wig Chapel did this wig and it was, um, ended up being like too hot pink so it didn't match the rest of the outfit. So I guess last minute they made this matching hat to go over the wig. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, so the outfit is by the Drag Shop, Hair by Wig Chapel, Lashes by She is Sleepy, which is a great name. Um, again, this look is the Lullaby League. And I think the voters didn't understand the reference, so they didn't, they weren't fond of the look because it was a 66% to 34% boot. I have to give it a two. You have to give it a two, right? Oh, yeah. Gosh, absolutely. So Sorry. I think they didn't get the reference, which is fine. I mean, genuinely, I didn't get that reference, mm -hmm. but even then, I think the way she paired every every single different type of fabric looks amazing. There are so even many just, fabrics. Even just the bows on the on the um, uh, what are they called? Gloves. That's cute, <laughs> and the earrings are adorable. Yeah, I want them in every color. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of her. Um, her Instagram, she's definitely a cartoon queen. My question of the season, she's a cartoon come to life, but can, can a cartoon queen be a winner? Mm. She's done a lot of cosplay, so it'll be very interesting to see if she incorporates cosplay into the themes of the season, or if she's going to just go full tilt and give you the theme, because she can put a look together, and that's yeah. going to be in her benefit. Um, but again, we watched last season, Young Queens did not fare well. Because uh, you had the two youngest of Gothy Kendall and Scaredy Cat go out one, two, um, because they had zero performance background. She has at yeah. least performed in Dundee, 
But is Dundee London? No. Is that going to affect how things go? I don't know. Um, but she is she's very lovable. She's very delightful. Sometimes I think in that aspect with somebody that hasn't performed anywhere else can also be a great advantage because then sure. you really specifically stay on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you know, we saw it with Heidi you, Closet. Yeah. I think I it could definitely help her. Yeah, I I I I I think why I put her as first out was because she just didn't seem fully there for what I remember from last season. Uh I feel like she, based on the criteria for last season, she's not going to meet it. She's going to be, and that's why I'm almost like, okay, maybe she gave us this grand look to, for the meet the Queens, because we're not going to see her beyond this one episode, which is exactly what Gothi Kendall did last season where Gothi had one of the best promo looks sayonara one episode on. Right. Yeah. But please prove me wrong. I love being proven wrong. <laughs> it's my really favorite game. That. I really hope she proves you wrong, Michael. I really <laughs> hope it. I really hope. Anything else on Ellie Diamond? To all the way. Absolutely yeah. to it. And I it's will say too. if she does not prove you wrong this time, I 100% can say that she will come back for an All-Stars if they're is a UK All Stars and get it 100% yeah. partner. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Next up, number three is Cherry Valentine, 26 years old from Manchester, England, England. Uh, currently in Darlington, England. Still have not done um, a, a look at a map of England to figure out where all this is in relation to London, but one day I will do it. Uh, she is a qualified mental health nurse, worked as an essential worker during COVID. So that's going to be very interesting uh, for what I said earlier about the pause in the show is she, she was, she was working. Um, this is what the Boulay brothers think they look like. Yeah. I'm just going to say, it. sorry, this look is fucking incredible. And the Boulay's could yeah. never, mm-hmm. never. The thing that stands out the most for me is that laugh. It is weird. It's, it, it, it's not like an Eddie laugh or a Davina DeCampo laugh where it's going to be like, a, a thing it's just weird and like deep and strange she has an aura of cosplay and performance and focuses on storytelling which she may not get a chance to do in lip sync for your life so that's my concern here because she's a very good performer what do you think about cherry valentine kanga you want to go <laughs> I, i'll let you go first i'll let you go first i absolutely <laughs> agree i think this is everything that the Boulay brothers strive for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think every single look I've seen from them is just stunning. Um, red is clearly their color and mm-hmm. they know that. And it's just, everything is always so on point. You, I've seen a couple of clips of videos and you can tell that it's not all Facetune, it's not all Photoshop. This performer actually looks that good at all times. Yeah, um, this beat is sick. Yes. And the personality is spectacular, which is not the personality I think you would expect seeing this person's drag aesthetic. Um, You'd Mm -hmm. expect more of maybe a darker, quiet demeanor, but I think there's so much fun. The Mad Hatter laugh is everything to me. Um, I love them. Yeah. Um, You were three. Kanga was four. I was seven. So I was in the middle range on, on Cherry. 
My question this season, she'll give you a spook and a haunt, but she really what Rue wants. We'll see. Kanga, how, how are you feeling on Cherry Valentine? What I would say to that question is, I don't give a shit what RuPaul wants. We want her. <laughs> we want her. She's fabulous. And I think out of every single person, she had probably one of the best attitudes out of all of them. Mm-hmm. She was so optimistic through it. She didn't, She it really wasn't, me 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 it was more like this is what i have to offer instead of just me 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 and this outfit oh my god i cannot believe that she came out with that it really is and those contacts are i'm so scared of contacts and i wear contacts yeah (laughs) that scares the shit out of me yeah so like because you especially with those because they're so big that you have to pull your eyes literally open I can barely mm-hmm. do that. So props to her. I oh. love that she's been like a mental health person. Mm-hmm. Love that. Absolutely iconic. So her look is by Freak Couture, hair by It's a Wig Thing, and Give Wig Head, uh, Give Head Wigs. Jewels by <laughs> Bling 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 UK. Latex is not the easiest material to work with. This is designed exquisitely. Like Literally. that bod- the bottom of the dress that it's perfect the sleeves are perfect the it's camp in fashion in the hair again this is another queen who's adding that um stoning into the the, this weird like pitchfork devil horns Mm -hmm. i know who she is yep and it's really interesting that this season we are giving spooky drag to performers where we got cherry and we got joe are they going to equal each other out? It's like, why, why would you put them both on at the same time? Yeah. You already know it's going to be one episode, Joe and Cherry in the bottom two. Oh, God. Who's going to oh, go and they're going to the question? Like, I'd be very surprised if they didn't tiff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one thing that I always love to eventually try to figure out is who knows each other from performing outside of Drag Race. Because um, mm-hmm. you would think that these two have to have some interaction at some point in their lives. Maybe not. I could be wrong. But I, I'm excited by Cherry. But I'm also very worried for Cherry. Mm-hmm. You're worried for everyone, Michael. I, I am. <laughs> because I, there's something about the UK cast that I'm more excited about than the US cast. I don't know if it's because they're more, wrong word choice, more foreign to me. But there, there's something more exciting. Like, I really think... Drag Race UK one was one of the best seasons ever. You had so many superstars from that show and they're still becoming superstars. This cast didn't necessarily give me an off the bat superstar like I got last time, but I'm excited to see what they're going to do. And it may also be because this promo look was just so smart. I don't know. Um, it was th- very well placed. Like all the ruffles are so well placed. It really does. Like the ruffles on the shoulder and then right at the knees really like goes to her figure. It literally just frames it. Yeah. Like, and then it's, and like she's giving you just that little hint of sexy with just giving you a hint of the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so well done. I'm so, so in love with this look. Um, I have to give it a two. Two all the way. Oh, absolutely two. Audience, 92% to 8% boot. So everyone's on the same page here. Um, yeah. I, I, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I want you to go far, but I don't know. Anything else in Cherry Valentine? Just so excited. 
Bless yeah. yourself. <laughs> All right, we got two left. Yeah. I'm very excited. I, me too. We are going to talk about my winner pick at coming in at number two overall for us. From Newport, Wales, living in London, England, it's the 26-year-old Tace. Oh my yeah. god, I'm fucking in love with Tace. <laughs> Kanga, you can begin with Tace, please. I did put her a little farther down, but I do love her confidence. Mm-hmm. I think she really does know what she's all about. Mm-hmm. And she is very witty. She really does know how to put her own little characteristic on it. Uh-huh. All her all her little sayings were really cute. And this outfit just gives me so much share vibes. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's very well done. Case was the first one I think that was revealed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was just waking up because it was like seven in the morning and I got the notification. Look, there's new queens. Like, fuck. Um I watched her meet the queens like video or the what the reveal that they did on Instagram and I was like I'm staying up I'm watching these she just she got me excited I'm so excited for Tace so excited very so we, we we learned that she lives with her fellow sister uh, Ahora in London I want to give you a fun little fact here just want to throw this out did not make any influence in me predict- putting her at number one she shares the same birthday with Canada's Drag Race winner Priyanka and is the second Welsh queen to compete behind the Vivian. Work. Just saying, just saying. There's a correlation to winners. Um, she appeared <laughs> in Dua Lipa's Levitating, uh, the Blessed Madonna mix, remix music video. Um, I have to go back and look at it because I don't oh. remember. Um, she has a reputation of being late for the gig, which almost made me want to be like, fuck you, you're going to be last because exactly. that is my ba- biggest pet peeve. Oh, I hate that. But she is a very dynamic performer. Mm-hmm. Like all eyes on her on her at all times. Um, my question for her is she's got the confidence and hint of humor like the Vivian, but is Drag Race going to crown that style of queen back to back? That's what worries me. It has happened before. And it sure has, and people are not people talk. People talk. But Tapa, what do you think about taste? Um, I mean, yeah, right off that gorgeous, like, Naomi Campbell, just mm-hmm. stunning. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely see, not particularly in their promo looks, but um, in their social medias and other makeup looks, the similarities between Tace and Ahura. Um, yes. I think they're very similar in aesthetic. Uh, even looking at the, the lined-up promo behind you, their poses. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think they they bounce off each other a lot. Um, But I do think that Tace has a personality aspect that a whore is missing. And I just, this like, this confidence that Tace exudes, I think is going to get her really far. And she she knows who she is and what her best features are. And she's going to bring it for sure. And also, if you can't understand what I'm saying, that's on you. Like, is that what she said? She's from uh, Welsh. Yep. Like that's that's it. You're like, I'm sorry, that is on me. I'm my apologies, Tace. I will go learn Welsh. Yeah, I I, I'm excited to see how she's gonna be. This we have had a very amazing 2020 when it comes to drag race winners. You have 
Jade Essence Hall, you have Shea Coulee, you have Priyanka, you have Envy Peru. Crowning taste just makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. I can see it happening too. Yeah, and I think it's I, a very realistic view. There's there, she has the crossover power. She I definitely could see her coming to New York to do a gig um, at Playhouse, and the audience is eating it up. I I think just she, don't be late. Don't be late. Don't be late. <laughs> Um, I really think Tace is a superstar, and that's the first person that I felt was a superstar in this cast. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited for Tace. This look, absolutely incredible. Look by Bang London, hair by AP Wigs. Toot, 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 toot. To yeah, the moon. Yeah, it's very much a toot. I wish I could yeah. pull any part of that off. I yeah. You can't I'm, go wrong with pearls. Pearls nope. and leathers. I'm yeah. promise you. <laughs> Um, 90% toot, 10% boot. Um, this is just so well done because like most most queens, aside from someone like Seraphim, would be like, White, I'm not doing a promo looking white. Fuck that shit. She was like, okay, challenge accepted. Um, so I, I really like Tace. Um yeah, she's my winner pick. Mm-hmm. I also like that she took mesh, but then she blended it in with the rest of it by putting pearls at the very ends of everything. Yes. I think that's super cool. This it was just it's it's stoned perfectly. Mm-hmm. The co- the color is so right for her skin tone. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, there's nothing I there's no flaw for me. In in the makeup just the eyes. Oh my god, she pulled white into the eyes so well. Yeah, those brows. Holy crap. Yeah. And again, it's like Flat hair for drag, not everyone can pull it off. She does. She didn't, mm-hmm. you don't need something huge for this look. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm very excited for Tace. Me too. Very, very excited. Very cute. Are we ready to talk about our winner? Yes. Three of us. Um, Kenga is the only one who picked this next person and our final person as the winner. Um, 23 year old, years old from Glasgow, Scotland, Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> Tippa, you can begin on our Scott, Queen of the Scots. Okay, well, I love everything about them, um, at least from what I saw during the promo and Meet the Queens. Just they look spectacular. The personality is incredible. Really clean makeup. Um, and then in social media, looking at that, makeup's still always right, always coordinated well with yeah. the outfits. I think they're versatile. Um, the one thing that I wasn't sure about was that they seem to do a lot of looks in the image of other like known characters or celebrities mm-hmm. similar to Ellie, which that always makes me a little nervous because it's like are the judge is going to call them out for being you know not showing enough Lawrence Cheney, yeah, and pulling too much from other characters. Um, but I I love them. I love yeah. Them. I this was my number two. I had Lawrence as number two. She says she's the fat bastard of drag. She's a plus size diva. She's inspired by worldwide legends Lady Gaga, Madonna, English actress Yutha Joyce, and Michelle McManus, who, if you didn't know, was the winner of the second season of Pop Idol. Oi. Um, she jokes that she looks like a ballet dancer Darcy Bustle, but she cannot dance and she cannot sing for shit. But I will tell you, if you've watched her videos, that lip sync is on point. She is a She can be a lip sync assassin if she needs to be simply if just by pointing to her mouth because she can do things many queens struggle to do 
Um, yeah, as I mentioned before, Ellie and Lawrence will be the third and fourth queens in the franchise to come from Scotland, following Morgan and Rosé. I'm excited by her because, again, personality is so important on reality yeah. television. Lawrence has a personality. She is mm-hmm. someone that you want to have a pint with. Yeah. As a warning I, to the I listeners, like I'm just going to tell you, I'm probably going to talk like Shrek a lot during this season <laughs> because this accent is going to rub off on me and I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. So funny. I can't. <laughs> I love her hair. I It reminds me of <laughs> I look like a moose from Princess Diaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she does. I think she does look kind of like a moose. And yeah. it just adds to the effect of it. And then that collar. Oh, my God. Oh, she I was like, you know what, Scott? Let's do it. Collar. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who did the hair, but the look is by Giuseppe Casolino. And that color, oh my god! It's so regal. Purple oh is god. made for queens. Absolutely, it's so pretty. And I love that she's plus size. First of all, we do not have enough plus size queens. Well, here's and my I- question of the season. She seems like she will have a personality to bring her to the end. So, will we finally have a big girl victory? I really hope so, Michael. I hope so because I personally don't see a big girl winning um, season thirteen. No. personally yeah i think it could happen here i really think so and she has such a great personality and what helps is that everything's on point her looks yeah. look absolutely gorgeous um she has such a such a wit to her that n- no one else in this cast really has right mm-hmm. i do i think she's similar to bag of chips she is very Mm-hmm. She's witty in that remark. Yeah. Yeah. One, what I will say is like, again, looking at what happens to Drag Race after Drag Race, what, what your career becomes. Work the world definitely has boss events. They, they, there's an influence when it comes to how certain people fare on the show. Mm-hmm. There have, when you do the work the world, you want to bring your international queens onto the, the stage as well. So you're going to get Priyanka, you're going to get Envy Peru, you're going to get the Vivian. They can give you a certain style of performance that those shows want. Taste will give you that. I don't know if Lawrence can, and that scares me if that is going to be a deciding factor of who can win the season. Because I do firmly believe Davina DeCampo would never have been able to do a Work the World tour. No. Because I still stand Davina and I still think she was robbed. Vivian should not have won, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> and that's what scares me for Lawrence. Lawrence, it, is, it seems like a deserving winner. I don't know if there's going to be outside influence. And I really don't want to think that, but I know the show too well that I know there always is. I think you're absolutely right. And it sucks because I think what they lack in, you know, danceability or whatever, they definitely more than make up for in emotion and humor. And I, yeah. it's, I, I really hope that there is no outside influence because that would be such a shame to take that away from them. It, there, there, there's just something special about Lawrence because Lawrence brings such originality through their version of camp. And yeah. camp is drag. So that's the, I, I want Lawrence to do so well. And I think Lawrence will. I think we're going to see Lawrence in the finals. 
but can Lawrence beat someone like Tace in a final lip sync? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought about <laughs> Davina DeCampo. I thought point she fucking, yeah. I thought Davina won that lip sync, but still harping on this. I'm sorry. I love Davina so much. She was robbed. I love Tace, sure but was. Lawrence. Yeah, and I, I really think the lack of a big girl winner on this in this entire franchise is so important to why Lawrence should win. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Completely. I mean, and and again, we know All Star Six is around the corner, and there may be a big girl on that cast who I think is a very deserving winner. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna save it for them. I think Lawrence could definitely take it, but I also think 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 Tace is. Oh, I don't know. I this is what excites me so much about this cast opposed to yeah. season thirteen. There are very few competitors this season where I would be upset if they won. Like maybe, mm-hmm. maybe two. Yeah, I would. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Because um, like someone, my like if you if if Ellie were to win, you both convinced me that Ellie could be there, and I would be totally fine with that. Um, if you, if you told me Tia Coffee wins, I'd be like, hard stretch. Are you sure? Okay, sure. Um, this look, I'm going to give a two. Two. It's a toot toot kaboot. Mm-hmm. Audience oh, sorry, was 74% toot, 26% boot. So wow. positives on here. I think the later queens all got pretty positive, And I think that's kind of saying something to what the promo looks do for us. Sure. Um, anything else on Lawrence, who also their muggle name is Lawrence? That adds up. A lot of that people that are using their boy name, which is very fascinating. I mean, think about how convenient that is with Facebook and, you know, legal. Right. I mean, between between Lawrence, well, it's Lawrence made main, um, but Lawrence Cheney for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, between Lawrence, Joe Black, and Joey J over on uh, season 13, who yeah, are throb, um, exactly. they're, they're all like, screw that. I, my name works. Mm-hmm. I would never be a drag queen named Michael Block. Never. That just doesn't work. Really? I, feel, no, yeah. I, would, I think it would. I would never be a drag queen. So <laughs> jokes on everybody else. Maybe what if 2021 is the year then well, you know what? I'm gonna do drag and then I'm gonna quit life. I'm done. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. Or you could do, do block Michael. Damn. Well, a lot of people want to block me, believe me. <laughs> that can be your catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hey, I, I do have a block list. Oh man. Just when <laughs> you made it. You made it and you're not working. Um, one thing I like to do is, as of the recording, I like to share what the Instagram counts are for the queens, just so everyone knows. And if they need, if you need to go follow them, I have to. I know I have to go follow the the, the ladies of the season. Um, get their numbers up there. This season, we luckily, thankfully, they're all over the 10k. Last season that we started off and that was not the case. And it's like, get these queens to be able to swipe up. We need them to be have that ability so we can watch their videos. But let's go through it. Who I, I would love to hear who you think are the highest Instagram follower, have, Instagram count. Mm-hmm. Like we got like a top three, you think? Yeah, give him give me a top three. Personally, I'm gonna say. Bimini. Mm-hmm. Bimini. Yeah, that's my first one. Case and Ahura. That's so weird. Those are my exact <laughs> ones. Okay, let, let's let's go through it. At 11.6 thousand is Veronica Green. The highest? 11 point, huh? Is that the uh, highest? No, it's the lowest. Okay. 11.7 is Sister Sister. 
Tia Coffee at 13.4. Ellie Diamond at 20.1. 21.3,000 is Astina Mandela. 22.6 is Lawrence Cheney. 22.8 is Ginny Lemon. 28.5 is Cherry Valentine. 29.9 is Bimini with 33.1 for Joe Black, 33.4 for Ahura, and 55,000 for Tace. And usually these numbers go up after the promo look, so I think Tace definitely got that massive boost Mm -hmm. um, because that fucking look, we discussed it. It's so good. It's really interesting, and I think Joe Black is as high as they are is because their reputation as a cabaret performer. I think Mm -hmm. they are so beloved that I'm so sad if they do poorly because clearly people enjoy Joe Black and what they offer, but we discussed it. Is Joe Black right for the show? Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Um, but those are the Instagram counts for the cast of Drag Race UK Series 2. And yes, I will try to say series and not season. I understand that's a British thing. I never understood it. I'm like, what do you mean? It's a new series now. No. Their second season. Um, what are you most looking forward to for this show? I, the thing that I love the most about UK is just seems like so much more fun and so much more just like, I, I think it's that quintessential UK camp drag. Mm-hmm. That is something I just, I love about it. It just seems like so much more enjoyable and you're not as, not as cutthroat, I guess. I mean, it's still, you know, this huge franchise and everyone's watching and everyone wants to be the winner, but I don't think, I don't know. So there's something a little more, positive i think about mm-hmm. UK. and i think what what helps is because it's a bbc show and they're not competing for money i think that lets the air out of all the tension and being like i need a hundred thousand dollars no no you're getting a well presents shitty ass tv show that five people are going to watch yeah. you are here to showcase yourself and your abilities and that's why this show just seems so special right yeah so that's no kind of how yeah, that's how Drag Race Holland was to an extent because they didn't get a cash prize. Still don't have an answer why. Um, they got a fucking dress. I mean, <laughs> cute dress. Yeah, it looks definitely... great in that dress, but oh. <laughs> I the definitely they... agree with Tip on. I love how more positive everyone is in in UK. Yeah, I I totally agree. Are there any themes or British things you would like to see as runway themes or challenges? I personally think they should honor the one of the greatest comedy troops and do some Monty Python. I would love to see a Monty Python sketch. That would be amazing. Because that I like mean, does it get more British than that? Right. And think of all the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, that, that would be so fun. <laughs> Yeah. Any, I mean, any other British things? I, I guess not so much British, but there's got to be another girl group, you know, another Frock Destroyers. You, listen, um, you struck gold with Frock Destroyers. You got to try oh, to recreate man. it. Like you're going to recreate until you do it, and you're just not going to. No, no. But, but you got to yeah. try. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't um, hurt to try. I, I look forward to not knowing the majority of Snatch Game characters again, <laughs> though I'm glad that we're probably not going to get any potentially political figures since we got two of the biggest political figures last season. Um, hopefully that will make things a little better because mm-hmm. 
It all was about Maggie Thatcher and Donald Trump. I, I really love this season because it, even even with Holland and Canada, it was a learning opportunity for me. I got to learn things about cultures that I don't necessarily know, and I, I just enjoy that kind of shit. So I'm excited for this cast. I'm excited for what they're going to bring. I just hope I don't have drag race fatigue after like a month. Me too. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's it going to happen because there's so much drag to come because we have All-Star 6, we have Canada, we have Spain. We're going to get Dragula at some point, I'm sure. We're going worldwide. Yeah. Right, we are going worldwide. I can't wait for Drag Race Antarctica. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> when, when there's these like three or four seasons going on at a time, it is so much, especially for... Um, you know, some individuals who are doing podcasts for each individual franchise at the same time. But it, that, I think, as a drag performer, that's like a time where I feel so much more motivated and so much more like inspired. Yeah. And I mean, during this time, especially the holiday season, it's like there's a million other things going on. Um, buying presents for people, I don't have the money to spend on drag. And I just don't have the time to really. Uh, conceptualize and do all this drag stuff you know it's not my top priority but when there's all these shows going on and you see you know you're just reminded of the joy and the fun of drag it's a lot it's true i mean it is in the mainstream good bad or indifferent it is in the mainstream Mm -hmm. and and we are able to celebrate the art form first and foremost through a reality tv show that is edited to the way it's edited but it really has allowed drag to be accepted in a way it never has been before so is it oversaturated for us drag people yes is it an opportunity for drag to be in your face at all times yes and that Mm -hmm. is so important for the community moving forward Mm -hmm. yeah and you know what for the periods when there's not drag race there are old navy commercials oh hey sis it's fleece miss me off the old wish list. Now, let, let, let's discuss it for a hot second. Did Rue get paid a good buck or did she just run out of money and said, I need to do a commercial. Please give me money. Who came she up with this got idea? She house, though. Why? I remember seeing that on Facebook for the first time. I was like, oh, Rue, you, <laughs> did you just sell out? You just sold out, Rue. Oh, no. <laughs> Rue, I don't think... <laughs> oh my god well where can we find you both on social media and venmo tip a kick us off sure i am on all social medias all pay platforms as yes the tippa y-e-s-t-h-e-t-i-p-p-a if you like a tippa love it thank you love it and mine is on all socials is the kangaroo t-h-e-e kangaroo amazing well it was such an honor chatting with the both of you and yes, i'm so excited you. to see how our predictions go for the season i hope I'm you're excited. wrong in a bunch of ways me too me too <laughs> the biggest thanks to tippa and kanga for coming on subscribe on apple Podcasts, google play spotify soundcloud or stitcher and leave us a review while you're there if you have any questions or comments drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link like listen love until next time i'm michael block and that was block talk mm-hmm.